Welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Jim Rugg. I'm Ed Piscor. And Cartoonist Kayfabe is brought to you by the comics that we make. Ed Piscor's Red Room Trigger Warnings and Red Room the Antisocial Network are in stores now. These are collections of the first two seasons of Red Room. Each book contains four complete uh, contained stories that can be read in any order, along with a lot of cool back matter. So whichever book you encounter first is the perfect place to start with Red Room. Hulk Grand Design Monster Madness is in comic shops now. It's a retelling of the 60-year history of the Incredible Hulk, and the collection will be an oversized treasury fluorescent green collection in early 2023. Pre-order that one now if you want to make sure that you get a copy of that book and Street Angel Deadliest Girl Alive, eight complete full-color stories of the homeless ninja on a skateboard, back in stores now, back in print from Image Comics, so pick that up next time you hit the comic shop. Today we're going to look at Frank Miller Presents... Uh, their $1 sampler Ashcan edition, where we preview Ronin Book 2, along with some other uh, upcoming publications, I guess, from Frank Miller, the publisher. And uh, Ronin Book 2 is going to be drawn by Philip Tan, who uh, we've talked about on the show in the past. We know that he watches the show, and uh, he sent us a couple of drawings. As uh, I don't know if these are from Ronin but definitely uh, beautiful custom. artwork, and it feels like it's in line with, with what we're seeing in this preview. Yeah. And man, these things are stunning. Part ink drawings, you know, your black and white pen and ink, but then also this shaded pencil, and you can see kind of like the broad side of the pencil. We often talk about that for shading. You can see that at work. And you know what's really hard? Making pencil and ink work together on a page. Yeah. These look nice. Yeah, it's incredible. Like, like look at this one, even having like hatching with, with the, the pencil. Very cool. On there and, it, and it really, really and I, works. I feel like you know channeling some of the Miller Ronin isms with some of the cross hatching and stuff in these, but beautiful pieces, man. The guy can draw. Yeah. So as I said, the Ronin Book Two, Frank Miller is writing it, created, written, and layouts by Frank Miller, pencils by Philip Tan, uh, inks Daniel Henriquez, and sure. uh, John Workman on lettering, longtime letterer, and you can see kind of like the. Uh, statement here of Frank Miller's mission statement starting this publishing imprint. It's published on some good paper, man. Very, very toothy. You, like if you, if you, if you handled this paper too long, like your fingerprints would rub off. You know, this is, this is what's called newsprint now. Like if you yeah. get a pad of newsprint for uh, sketching or something, that's what this stuff is. It's a little yeah. bit different than, than like the old web press newsprint, but it, this is newsprint, which I don't know if that's why you get a dollar price or if it's something Miller looked at and said, I like this, so this is what we're doing. Yeah. So this is your preview, I assume, of actual pages that will be in Ronin 2 whenever it comes out. And um, I'll tell you, man, I did not enjoy reading any of this. Nah, like, like it's that it's that Frank Miller, like almost like the parody of Frank Miller kind of thing where it's the, it's the repetition there's a couple of stories that we're going to look at in here. I don't connect with any character in any of these books. Like, they feel like they're just surface-level generic kind of stuff, you know, talking about, like, the inhumane AI is, is mentioned in here. But it's not like I understand who this is yeah. or that this is a real person. Like, she could be the AI, for all I know, in terms of what we're getting in here. And maybe the bigger book will be different, but it's just very surface-level. Yeah. yeah, And it made me think of, like, reading this, like... Read Ghost in the Shell if you're interested in like AIs and com connecting those to human beings and stuff. And that's pretty damning when you think that book is 30 years old, 30 right. plus years old. And I feel like it's a little bit more getting into those issues than what I see here. Um, you know, Philip Tan's art, 
the guy does amazing stuff in black and white and line art and um hats off to his inker you know like there are a lot of lines on this page and to me they all work together but i don't know i i wonder also like how close this is to what ronin 2 is going to look like is that going to be on this kind of like uh soft paper um that'd be a good thing i would i would be in favor of that is it going to be in limited palette like this instead of you know full color like ronin 1 was was the beautiful coloring was part of ronin 1 so I wonder about that stuff, but overall, like, I can't tell you anything really about this story from this preview. Right. Yeah. Like you could see, you could see the Ronanisms and then like the whole, you know, playing the hits kind of stuff. Like you got the famous suicide moment. There it is right there. That makes sense. Kind of a montage sequence. I'm assuming that this is the lady from, from Ronin. Um, she's got a kid now. You see the lone wolf and cub vibe to it. The layout feels well, well. You know what? Like I've I've seen some of the layouts, and, and and it's it's you know it's Miller. You know, like he does it on the typing paper or something. I would love to see Miller do the finish on this page because I just can't quite picture like how he treats this. Right. It's interesting. Like, would he be doing big black heavy lines for some of this like tech? And then you know you see like very intricate rendering here from uh, Philip Tan and and, and, Enrique's. and I wonder like. It just feels really different than Miller art. Yeah. Even yeah. though the layouts feel consistent. So I'd, I'd be curious, like, I don't know, man. I'd, I'd like to hear the back and forths on that, some of the particulars. And I'd be curious, like, what, what Miller looked like if he were going to do this himself. Just knowing Philip Tan's work, like, it's fun to see, like, what he... I feel like I could tell what he's retaining fr from the roughs. Like, these basic shapes mm -hmm. feels like a Miller thing where, where he can get into abstraction. And the way he draws now is, like pure abstraction at this point yeah some of the hatching and stuff reminds me of the original ronin yeah um you know ronin's such a big book for me like yeah. that was the book i went to get dark knight could not afford it as a kid and came home with ronin but man i was still a frank miller fan so like this kind of hatching there's definitely reference i see to that original style yeah. which is pretty neat to see um i'm going to read a sample of this dialogue because i you know i don't want to criticize it unduly so everybody at home can kind of hear what i'm talking about Stripped of all honor now, a cursed man, a fallen man, a nameless man, a shattered thing, a ronin. He wanders the horrid wastelands, living like a dog, eating rats, sleeping in dung, fighting monsters, endless monsters, seeking redemption, seeking revenge, and finding it. Would this appeal to me if I were 12 and ran into it? Because that's about when I ran into Ronin 1. Would Ronin 1 appeal to me if I only now found it? I don't know the answers to that. So something for, uh, you know, leave comments below, see what you think of it. But... I do like this kind of format for a preview. Um, I wonder if a lot of publishers would be afraid to do this kind of stuff. Like, let's preview the books that everybody's coming up with, because I think a lot of them, that would be about as much money as you get from me. Right, yeah, no, and, and uh, I was at the Kubert School whenever Dark Knight Strikes Again came out, and everybody who laid eyes on pages had to sign NDAs. They did not let that information out. And the stuff, we'll eventually get there in Wizard Magazine where, where, where they have the previews. Well, maybe we won't. Maybe we won't go to the, into the hundreds, you know. But uh, the imagery that you see in Wizard Magazine, it looks like Sin City imagery of, of the highest level. Uh, you know, the question is the one that you always think about because it just looks like a Sin City image with except yes. no face on the dude. And what came out is not what was being sold in those from that sketchbook material man so you know it's a lot of a lot of kayfabe uh going into stuff see these poses and stuff like like i could imagine the the miller 
uh, sketch that went into putting that together. Yeah, I could too. And I think some of them you're going to see probably this feels like maybe there's a little more Philip Tan building that woman's face. Whereas like um, some of these things really feel, you know, that's to me yeah. very Miller-esque. Yeah. These poses very Miller-esque. So it's got to be hard to uh, have that task, you know, where like you're working over a guy's work who is a very distinct visual stylist, but you know, you got to bring your own stuff to the game. Yeah. It probably takes a little adjustment there. Yeah, and it's one of those things where uh Philip Tent it, it's it's no it's no no small feat to even participate because you know everybody's gonna be comparing it to the OG and you just gotta dis divorce yourself from the chatter yeah. to do the job. If if Frank Miller asked you to do it, you would do it. If Frank Miller asked me to do it, Absolutely. I would do it. So you 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 put in your your best foot forward try to show and prove uh, if it is black and white like I think it's interesting that uh, it's a it's a format that that Philip Tan really doesn't hasn't done uh, so to see the things that he does different with like negative space on the gi and shit like that is is pretty cool it's not something that that he's familiar and, and certainly like leaving like lots of negative space is not something that he he would typically do some of this like fading you know of like your indication of some background elements i feel like that's an element from the uh from the original ronin so um i'd be curious you know maybe maybe we reach out to philip tan and talk about some of that like what that experience is like because i don't know if he's worked over somebody's layouts before yeah uh certainly to this extent um and it's interesting you see people do this you know like um carson grumball did it on uh you know with dave sim on yeah. strange death of alex raymond so like it does happen for various reasons. Um, this is another one, uh, Pandora, another book that Frank Miller, I believe, is publishing, and I think he's writing or co-writing. Uh, so you see some of the names kind of talking about it. Not much of a sample, but a little bit of a hint of this. Yeah, keeping the, the Kubert nepotism train rolling. Yeah, Three do, you generations. Know, do you know Emma Kubert? Is she an Andy or Adam offspring or I another so. or a third? Yeah. You know, is this the Hart family where we've got <laughs> several Kubert siblings there? No, it's not a sibling. It's a, it's a, that's, a, that's a kid. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, there is a new luckiest man <laughs> in comics, and it is Dan DiDio. All right, man. So I, I didn't read this, by the way. I did read this. I'm sorry. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say some stuff about the writing here that kind of parallels what I said about Ronan. It's so freaking vague. It's kind of a fun concept where, like, there are two races at war, and they're going to decide it by sending one warrior each to represent the races. This war has been going on forever. The planets are, you know, both civilizations are on the brink of collapse. But, of course, the warriors are very honorable. It is such a, like... I was reading it and I'm like, is this like a post-World War II kind of presentation of war where it's very much this honor and, you know, we're not seeing any of the side effects of war. We're being told all the, the civilizations are struggling, but you're not seeing any of that. And I mean, how many pages have I flipped here where this is all we're talking about is this big showdown that they're, they're heading off to. And on their way, they find out that both of the ships are armed with like a destruction button so once you win then you get to kill like the entire like explode the other planet or whatever and of course both warriors are like well that's not honorable you're fighting a war to the death with each other and i don't mean with these two i mean with like a civilization against a civilization so what did you think the outcome was going to be in this war that you've been engaged with forever really odd and peculiar so the ships basically take over these guys, you know, like incapacitate them because, hey, we're having this showdown, whether you like it or not. Although I might be interpreting that wrong because some of this stuff is out there. And uh, the ships tell me what's happening. <laughs> People at home, you know, I mean, look at this. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But I think the ships end up colliding and somehow they end up on Earth 
where let's cut to New York City 20 years ago and we've got some guy running from some generic superhero on the rooftop. Generic is the word. That that's the that's the the only word that's that's in my head the entire time. And, and like Dan DiDio, you know, former publisher of DC Comics, like I always feel like the administration is like failed creative. You want to make comics and this is his shot to make a comic and you know, there's probably funding behind them in some capacity. It feels like this is like if you put a bunch of stuff like Star Wars, yeah. you know, write this stuff on pages and put it in a hat and then pull out the things to make your comic is what this feels like. Also, it, like, look, you've got two spaceships exploding over New York City. Start there. Sure. I don't need any of the rest of the crap. <laughs> if two spaceships suddenly showed up in the space above New York City and exploded, guess what, man? that's the story yeah you know what i mean and yeah. that's the story that as a reader i'm in you know, i'm a human on earth like that's the part that makes sense to me the other stuff was just like what are you wasting 12 pages you need of my to time be for? you need to be dan dio's editor and also that shit looks like a fucking mid 90s image like knockoff this comic. this this is uh you know i mentioned at the beginning i was pretty disappointed in the sampler overall and i think of like frank miller like ronin number one to me 20 years ahead of its time. Yeah. I look at this this sampler and I'm like it's 20 years ago. It's like 25 years behind. It's it's uh you know, this is this is like that job level. It makes me feel bad. 19 like when Marvel first got computer coloring. It makes me appreciate a guy like Will Eisner who like has been criticized for being a little out of time with some of his graphic novels, but you know what he's not out of? Like that art looked great. Yeah. It's his voice on the page. Yeah, this is what is this a cash in attempt? Like I can't even tell like exactly what the motivation is behind any of this. Totally. Stuff. Now we turn the page. This is my favorite spread in the book. Yes. Um, one, you get to see some of Frank Miller's wild art. Um, whether you love it or hate it, at least it's Frank Miller. You yeah. Know, like, like show me that stuff, and it is pretty wild art, man. <laughs> that is. Put your tracing paper on there and draw a human skull. But uh, Minera doing Sin City. Yeah, so that there's going to be two genius. Sin City books. Is that what or is that just a pinup? I assume that's a book, but yeah, uh, you know, I, I could be wrong, but man, I hope it's a book. I fucked you know? with that, and dude, like, I think we're getting a glimpse of Marv's heritage. Look at that nose. Look at that brow, dude. Yeah, yeah, we may be getting a glimpse of Frank Miller's next run-in with cancellation. Yeah, 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 right. He's 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 been talking about doing the western. He has for Sin a long City time for... from from the '90s. I think he, he used to mention that. Yeah. So, geez, man, put, he certainly had some gestation time. Put him in a bubble. Keep that guy safe. Gotta love Monero drawing, though, man. It's such a delicate line on some of this figure. Really wild stuff. I don't know what to make of that, Ed. Yeah, it, 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 it spins my head around. I, I can't tell what, who's doing what, why this exists, what Miller's interest is in it. Frank, Dan, give the Cafe Boys a call next time you do another sampler. We'll be your editors <laughs> because you could use some help at I, this uh, level. I'm curious, you know, like I guess if that's what it's supposed to do, it, it certainly raises the bar on that. I, I am curious to see what one of these things looks like in person. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and I want more of these samplers, not just from Miller, but from anybody. Like this is a really cool format. I don't yeah. know how they do it for a buck. This must be a loss leader. Totally, totally, absolutely, man, absolutely. But weird book. Yes. Uh, shouts to Philip for drawing those pieces. Absolutely. For us. Yeah, yeah. Them man. shits are cool as fuck. Very, book. very nice. And uh, like I said, I've got questions for him too about all of this. 
that uh, I'd be curious to get into. So just gorgeous, man. Good amazing. Go. Yes. Okay, Fabers, like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell. We'll notify you when new vids are available. Jimmy, tell the people what's out there, man. Street Angel Deadly Squirrel Live is back in print from Image Comics. Get that the next time you hit your comic shop. Hulk Grand Design Monster Madness, also available now in comic shops everywhere with the big treasury-sized edition coming in early January 2023. So pre-order that one if you haven't already. And join me on patreon.com slash jimrug where you can see a lot more of my art and comics, including a recent PDF of all of my uh, freelance covers with notes on how I made them. Red Room Trigger Warnings, Red Room the Antisocial Network, trade paperbacks are in stores today. Murder on the Dark Web for Fun and Profit is the name of the game. Four complete stories in each book. 70 plus pages of extra material in each that you can't find anywhere else and on my patreon today patreon.com slash there's more than 300 pages of comics up there put up new strips every week uh three bucks like i said uh go to my uh link tree in the description below this video you'll get to all those destinations and uh help keep the lights on at the kayfabe studios jimmy tell the people what else we have out there man subscribe to the cartoonist kayfabe newsletter at the links below this video you can also find cartoonist kayfabe t-shirts merchandise stickers fanny packs and more at our spread shop also at the links below this video another great way to support the cartoonist kayfabe channel give them those marching gorgeous jimmy we'll be on our way read more comics